Dynasty Football Network presents Super Flexible Podcast with your two co-hosts, Tudrin and Swags, and host, Steve Halepka. What's up, everybody? Happy belated 4th of July. Happy Scott Fishbowl. This is the Super Flexible Podcast. I am your host, Steve Halepka. Joined tonight by my boys, Swags. What's going on, Swags? What's up? Fireworks everywhere. Hey. Always, man. Fireworks in the air. Fireworks on MFL with the Scott Fishbowl. It's, it's a ton of fun stuff, man. How you doing? I am amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I was awesome. You caught me in the middle of taking a sip of my Orange Crush. <laughs> delicious drink, Orange Crush. Oh, my week. goodness. It's like candy in a cup. It's delicious. It really is. If you are an Orange Soda fan, that's the way to do it, for sure. With pineapple coconut rum, it's bomb. That's even Whoa. better. That's even better. I may even Two try drink. that. Two drink, coming at the hot take. I like that. I like that. It sounds delicious, by the way. Two drink. My drink Little takes are on point. They are, they're always on point, my man. Mm-hmm. What, are you, what are you cracking open tonight? Um, we got some New Belgium tonight. Nice. Kind of, yeah, well, kind of a classic. I like it. Yeah, you know, it's one of those days. He's, he's cracking one Steve. open for the winner of that uh, rookie guide. That's right. Say, first, I was going to say I appreciate Steve for saving the United States on 4th of July. That's why he couldn't be here last week. So. That's what I do. Thanks for keeping the world safe. Mm-hmm. Secret agent, yeah, talk Steve. Secret agent, that's right. Well, well, two drinks. As you cracked that one open, man, tell us about the winner of the uh, the rookie guide. Winner of the rookie guide is Mister Buck underscore Rogers, dude. Uh, hit us like immediately with the CMC Jeff. I did not go that way as my first pick, and that's FB. I completely flipped the script because that's what Scott Fishbowl does. It puts you on immediate tilt. Perfect. But uh, big shout out to Buck, great dude. Always hitting our stuff up. Lots of questions. That's yeah. pretty smart. He He's obviously listens to two drink guy. better than two drink does. What's that? I said he obviously <laughs> listens to two drink better than two drink does. I know. And I said, "What's that?" And then you did it again. You should just let it go. It's a great joke. Because I'm a jokester. <laughs> <laughs> you are a crazy well jokester. Well done. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was an earlier off camera or off recording when we were just. BSing before the podcast. But I got him. I got, got him. him. Got him Being jokesters before the show. Uh, but yeah, so awesome. Big shout out again to Buck Rogers. Uh, so for the next winner of now the consistency guide for this upcoming week, we need you to leave a five star review on Apple or I should say iTunes, uh, as long as it's still around. Uh, so please go on rate and review us on iTunes. We really do appreciate that. Helps with our rankings, helps more people find the podcast. Uh, so please leave a five-star review and you have a chance to win one of Bob Long's consistency guides. Can you rate anywhere else? But comment? Like Podbean maybe? Can't you do something? Possibly. I got to add something to that. Still. So if yeah, you're remember. if you're in the Scott Fishbowl, everybody in the Scott Fishbowl got a copy of the consistency yes. guide. So check your email and pass this message from this show to a friend who's not in the Scott Fishbowl, and um, let us try to get that guy a consistency guide. So try to pass this along, even if he's not listening. Tell him what he needs to do and what show he needs to listen to to find all this stuff out. But yeah, we've got some copies of that we'd still love to give out. Super flexible. That's the name of it. That's right. That's right. So we were swags to your point talking about Scott Fishbowl. 
so obviously, you know, both you and two drink are in it this year. I uh, didn't sign up till like June. So I, I definitely, my bad on that one. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully be back next year. Um, sometimes you got to save the world. You can't get to those Sometimes you just, you know, completely make a mistake and don't sign up in time. Uh, so the reason we can play, Steve, so I appreciate it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> so both you guys listed your teams here. You're both f- fairly far through your drafts. Uh, no, two we are on one. record phrase, man. Yeah, we are yeah. like halfway through the 11th. So uh, I kind of love your team to drink. And, and let's talk about the scoring format too real quick in Scott Fishbowl for those who need a refresher. Um, so to drink, talk about your team and talk about the scoring format a little bit there. Man, scoring format is, I'm Walk trying to remember, it. you get half points for first downs, half point for receptions, uh, tight end gets bumped up even more. There's... They're crazy because this year's theme is video game. Every year there's a different theme for Scott. This year it's video games. So there's like achievement bonuses. Mm-hmm. And like every 50 yards rushing or 50 yards receiving, uh, you get an additional five points. And then that continues on. Now it's not fractional. You have to get the 50. 49, you know, you get your normal, what, 4.9 points. But if you, if you get the 50, you actually end up getting 10 points. Did you get that extra bump? And that's every 50. For rushing or receiving, so ooh, it really brings a lot into uh, I think the the you know the stud running backs that are able to hit those achievements on a regular basis. Quarterbacks get a five point bump once they get to three hundred yards. That's the only true uh, bump that they get there. Uh, but that's still that's that's pretty nice for quarterbacks. Even I've I've seen some people downplaying it, and it's as you well if you're on Twitter have seen um, quarterbacks did not go early. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the first time. Um, this is my third year doing Scott Fishbowl, and and this is definitely the latest I've seen quarterbacks go. Um, as we get into my team, we we see I attempted to to force it, and it it didn't work out in my favor. Although I'm still really liking my team. Yeah, dude, talk about your team a little bit here, because I think quarterback wise, running back wise, you have a fairly loaded roster here. So picking from the 101 out of the Bowser division, because that's that'll be the winner. Me 101, perfect. Um, I started with Saquon is actually where I went uh, last last show. I was all over CMC um, and really almost switched to Zeke. And just Zeke worries me so much that at some point he's going to do something else and easily could miss a few games, half the season. Like all of it, it wouldn't shock me at all. So last year being burned by Lev, I decided to stay away from Zeke and just not play the risk game, especially at the 101. I know a lot of people are down on the Giants' offense this year, but I think Saquon's still going to get uh, as many touches as he did last year, if not more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we see a lot more of the true West Coast offense come into play this year, uh, maybe almost out of necessity of not having that that big deep play um, guy to push the field. But Saquon's got 100 targets written all over him. Easy, I think. Yeah, I agree. Right there. So I went that way. I, I feel it's easy, and I even put on Twitter that I settled for Saquon at 101. <laughs> woe, you know, woe is me, this guy. So it gets around, and only Patrick Mahomes goes before my 2-3 turn. And at that point, I decided, A, hashtag, let's stay on brand, super flex. Um, but I, I really wanted to just go ahead and get two guys that I wasn't going to worry about. And I went ahead and grabbed Aaron Rodgers and Andrew Black. Um Maybe a little earlier on luck than me or, or what you've heard from me, but you know this is redraft. It's not dynasty, and I think right. luck's in for even bigger year uh, yeah. coming up. But but I think um, you were also hoping to start a run there. 
Like going for to your sure. point, like first thing you said, I, I, I mean, mean this draft like, has been crazy, and it right. seems like all divisions, like on the quarterbacks, and um, like when you fir- when you first had Rodgers and Luck, it looked so nice, and, and it still looks nice. Don't get me wrong, but just after seeing the way the drafts have gone throughout this year, yeah, and, would, and I, what you could have gone later, and what other teams did, you know what I mean, kind of. But I mean, it's still really nice, but it's been crazy. For sure, and 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 honestly, even though I'm through 11 rounds, it's still super early all across the board. Um, I will be 100% honest; like those quarterbacks fell to me to the point where I felt like I had to take them. I was I was really hoping that if like Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, Todd Gurley, any of those four, like if two of them are still there, that's what I was gonna do on that turn. Uh, just just because already seeing that and just just the scoring format in itself. As soon as those four went, like literally the six picks in front of me, those four guys went. Mm. I was like, I, I got to do quarterback here and just set it off. A, let's start a run, right? Let's let's make these people understand what what this league should be. Let's. I'm gonna get two of the quarterbacks. I think both finished inside the top five. Yeah. If they push for one, two, three, you, you know, either one of them, I'm not gonna be surprised. Maybe you don't believe that, or you know, what I mean, everyone wants to, you know continue to keep my homes just there this year and i'm fine with that both of these guys have that potential totally agree yeah you know deshaun watson i almost went with over luck there just because of that little bit of that rushing and the safetyness there but luck felt like the it's hard to say safer pick because obviously we're worried about um the injuries in years past and and me and swags have been lower on him there but I I knew with it, that offensive line improving, I don't really love, you know, they didn't really do anything in the running game. And, you know, I'm not a huge Mac guy. Bringing Paris in, much as I don't like Funches, it's another weapon. I think Andrew Luck has a better year this year than he did last. Yeah, and you know I love Luck. Like, Luck's my dude. So, uh, I, I've seen Luck be one in a redraft in some places, too, with the Tyreek Hill questions uh, from Mahomes. And don't forget, last year, Luck had a – monster monster season if Mahomes doesn't throw 50 touchdowns we're, we're looking at luck season like whoa mm-hmm. he is officially back so you right. know I'm, you know he's my boy so i love that pick with luck um just talk about your your tight end pick here because i know you, you took you took mandrews mm-hmm. he's one of those big time sleepers this year especially with some news coming out of baltimore where he may be the target uh for lamar jackson yeah i saw that and i mean you have two rookie wide receivers coming in right that uh, Brown, as much as I, I think if healthy, will be the wide receiver one for this year. We're still waiting for him to get full clearance and get on the field and do it. You know what I mean? Um, Mark Andrews and him had a nice connection, you know, throughout the year last year and got hot in a couple little spots there. I've said on this show, I've, def- or I've definitely said on uh, Fantasy Football Breakdown, I think Andrews could be the number one receiving option in, in Ravens before we got this news. I-, I took him in the ninth round, didn't have a tight end yet. Um, you know, Evan Ingram was the target there, but went far too early for me. So for me to go ahead and just, you know what? I'm in ninth round. I need to make sure I get at least the one tight end. I'm going to take Andrews and see what comes back. And, you know, maybe this next turn coming up is at 12, 13 for me. Then I'm probably going to grab one more tight end. Love it. Love it. Uh, Swags, let's talk about your team, man. You're a little bit uh, earlier on than, uh, than two drink, but you're yeah. loaded up the running back like you always do. So I yeah we've only drafted through eight rounds and I picked at the twelve spot this year and I, I started off with Gurley and Chubb and I feel really good about that to be honest with you 
Um, of course you do. Those are your dudes, a hundred percent. Absolutely. You know, like I, I actually took um, Chubb over Mixon in that spot, which might be yeah, one of the more surprising spots about that turn. It was pretty much guys or uh, sorry, too. Chubb, Gurley, or Mixon for me there, and decided to wait on quarterbacks early on. And was thinking I was going to have to take one on that next turn at the 3-4 turn, but then I ended up going Jacobs and uh, David Montgomery there. And, and uh, rookie fever. Yeah, a little rookie fever. Um, you know, you guys know I like those guys a lot. Um, even the guys who the majority put above them were gone, though, at that point. Like, Carrion was gone and Derrick Henry, some of the guys that could. And, and I was kind of, like, trying to stick to running backs there because of the way the quarterback situations had gone, to be completely honest with you. Like in my head, when I took Gurley and Chubb, I definitely needed to focus on quarterbacks in those next two rounds, but decided to just see what happened because nobody had been taken at that point. And then the next round, I actually took Goff. And believe it or not, that's when I took Lamar Jackson as well. And... I kind of like quote unquote to the video game theme, like wanted a couple cheat code players. And mm-hmm. though I'm not very high on Lamar, like I think that he could be one of those players in this if he gets rolling. Yeah. Like with right. some rushing and a couple big, uh, maybe he airs it out a little bit more this way. He's got some better weapons, but, um, but at the same time, I didn't feel completely safe with just having like, Goff and Lamar Jackson. So then on the next turn, I came back around and got Darnold. And then that's when I added Geist to the mix as well. I can dig it, man. Yeah. So So in my head, I mean, if we're talking dynasty, and I don't know how you guys are feeling exactly today, but I have Darnold definitely over Lamar Jackson. But for what I was doing here and like kind of just wanted to see if I could get something special, like, um, Mm -hmm. I feel like I missed out on a lot of that. Like I felt like a couple of the players early on that had the cheat code ability were like the Kelsey and Ertz's down there, you know, and I definitely didn't go that route. Um, so, so Josh Allen available when you took Lamar Jackson? Dude, he was wasn't. Kyler, it was Kyler Murray. Dude, oh, okay. dude yeah. Both of those were no, gone. yeah. Okay. Dude, he went before Goff. I thought you were going to say it. You were taking him over uh, He went Josh before Allen, Goff, dude. Allen yeah, before, I was yeah. so surprised. Huh. He went like 504 or something, code? and I got yep. and I got um, Goff at 512 and then Lamar at 601. So essentially okay. whatever you want to say there. But yeah. yeah, dude, Josh Allen, I was so surprised. He was my target on that turn there. I was hoping for Goff and Josh Allen. Interesting. Yeah, I was really surprised with because the, there was no runs. But I haven't experienced any runs in my draft, just picking here and there. But guys, when they do take them, you know, they're surprising me sometimes the order they're going. So let's let's all three of us can we do that right now just for this year? Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. It's <sighs> early. Allen, I get it. We can. Uh, I'll take Josh money. Allen definitely. Yeah, I think that's sure, uh, definitely. Yeah, like like, I don't think too hard on that one. I, I get it though. Yeah. I, it's not. I'm not saying it's a stupid question or anything, but for me, yeah, I'm still Josh yeah. Allen. Okay, yep. I'll agree, Josh Allen. But those legs, too. dude, and the touches with the Scott Fishbowl and like kind of what I was going there for. And again, Josh Allen wasn't there. Um, it didn't. It felt weird as soon as I did the pick, but at the same time, I knew kind of what I was going for. And if he had a, I mean, we've made fun of it a lot, like the 27 rushes or speaking for myself, I have, mm-hmm. I mean, if he does that a couple times for me and he happens to be in my lineup, I mean, that's, that's Huge. pretty damn nice for a quarterback. Yep. Sure. 
this uh, Scott Fishable format makes you do stuff you don't normally do. Like yep. you, even if you want to play it, you know, a certain way, you see how your draft lands out. But again, there's 1,200 people in this league this year. It's 112 team leagues. Uh, you can be awesome and win your division, but when you come, you know, when you come together after that, you, yes, you have to win your division to move on, but you have to be able to beat, you know, 1,199 other teams. You know, different mm-hmm. strategies. Otherwise, you're going to end up in, and really, you're going to be playing like two different people because everybody else is the same. You know what I mean? So you, you got to go out crazy. I mean, I have five running backs through 11 rounds. I don't do that. Even in redraft, I don't do that. You know what right. I mean? But I, I paired Josh Jacobs with like Tariq Cohen, Rashad Penny, um, you know, those, those kind of guys that I think have a, an interesting shot to get like 50 rushing yards and 50 receiving yards in a game. You know what I mean? Hit the double bonus on both sides. Uh, I think Jared Goff is completely disrespected. I agree. Like, I like the spot I got in there. Okay. Like, I was really yeah. happy to see okay. him there. I would have taken Goff over Josh Allen, but that I did want yes. Josh Allen at that turn, but I still yeah, wanted yeah. Goff over Josh Allen. So I was really happy yeah, to well, get him there. Yeah. So, Swags, so I know right now through eight rounds, you don't have any quarterback or sorry, any wide receivers or tight ends on your roster. I no. mean, I'm going to assume that going to be out after your next few picks um what who are your targets right now i mean for, for wide, receivers? Round, wide receiver yeah man he's gonna wait uh, you know but it's you gotta start three bro it's <laughs> gonna be so tough by the time i'm picking them to i have no idea what's gonna be there or like what kind of um hype continues i've seen more wide receiver runs and running back runs than anything this year in the scott fishbowl at some point these guys have to start taking some other positions um, I'm thinking that like my best wide receivers will probably be guys like Zay Jones. Um, oh man, Debo maybe. I, yeah, that might be oh, a little early. Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones went in the eleventh in mine. I, I'd be happy with some Marvin Jones. Yeah, I'd be happy with Marvin Jones. Eleven oh one is my second wide receiver to pair with AJ Green. That's all I got so far. Yeah, but even like I mean, each draft is different. But Larry Fitz is in the back of the ten. Yeah, Larry Fitzgerald. I'm trying to think too. You know, just this year, Terry McLaren. I'll probably have Terry McLaren on my team. I could see him. Yep. Um, (laughs) Rookie fever will come up. Guys will slide, but some guys I don't mind will fall. And you know, Robert Foster. I hate to stay in Buffalo, but give me some Robert Foster if he's there. Is this not that you'll like go out of your way necessarily to do it? But is this a a type of format where you're okay putting Zay Jones and Robert Foster on the same team? Like, are you looking, you know what I mean? I'm going to grab them both. One of them pop. Well, I'm definitely not going to go out of my way to try. But, man, I don't think I'd feel good starting them both until you know what's going to happen. But owning them both, like, for late, like what we're talking about with my team, because, you know, it's not like we're talking about starting Julio and Calvin Ridley. Right. It's... I'm talking like low budget shit, like got to see what's going to happen, right. you know? And um, well, because I can Kirk tell you, I'll be targeting up. tight end before wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't mind like uh two drink. I mentioned to you earlier, like I, I would like to add somebody like justice Hill to my team. There's, I have more targets, you know, if this com- quarterback yeah. stuff continues, like I'll take the Josh Rosens of the world. Um, I'm not going to get – last year I think I hoarded quarterbacks too much and then you can't trade them and you're totally screwed. So I'm not going to do yeah. that. But right now the running backs I'm drafting, I'm, st- I'm putting in my starting lineup. You know, Correct. so 
Well, yeah. I'm done with that. Now my starting lineup is full as far as those flex positions go. So next one would go to my bench. But so I don't know. I wouldn't mind. I I really like Mark Andrews that two drink added to his team. I wouldn't mind that. Plus I get the stack. I agree with everything there. There's some cheap tight ends that I like as much as some of the middle round tight ends. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm to that point though where I've got to take some tight ends. But man, it depends on who falls too. It's always about value, especially in redraft. I mean, you, you can want to draft one way, but there's you know certain names that stick out to you at a certain point in time. Well, gotta, at some point, them. Steve, these guys have to pay for not taking quarterbacks and for not mm-hmm. falling into some kind of run at any point. Like they have to pay right. the piper. Yep. So you, somebody, you hope it happens. Somebody's going to realize that they waited too long. Yep. Like I was, I was talking to Swags a little bit. I think during the day um, about this, and it was like. I don't want. I've I've got three quarterbacks now, right? I I took Aaron Rodgers and Andrew Luck early, and in the was it tenth, eleventh? What I do? I grabbed no ninth. I grabbed uh, Nick Foles. It's like I don't necessarily need it right now, but I feel like the value is there for it. Cover a bye week and take it away from somebody else. But there's still a couple guys there, and I'm like, man, how much does it hurt my starting roster to take away from another team in this division? I just talked about winning the whole thing, but yes, you have to win your division to get there. Right. So, you know what I mean? Again, it's all value based, but I'm, I'm not I'm completely neglecting wide receiver on this somebody. That's how you win it. Don't worry about wide receivers. Stay cool. Don't worry. It feels so funny. It feels so funny. They'll be three. there. You'll have three. You'll have three. They'll figure it out by the end. It'll be the entire Buffalo starring wide receiver core. It'll be Cole Beasley, Zay Jones, and. And, Cole uh, and Adam yep. Humphrey, Darius Boom. Slayton, or something like that. Though there you oh, go. Well, let me some Darius Slayton, <laughs> Deontay Johnson, Keyshawn Johnson. <laughs> ha- hashtag rookie fever, dude. But seriously, like James Washington, and I and I hate to say it, but some of you will love it. Like Moncrief, like there's gonna be some cheap guys that are mm. gonna put up some points for you. You're right. Yep. Definitely, it's just a matter of fi- adding them to your starting lineup that week when they you know end up going off. I can't wait till Swags adds Vance McDonald to his team. Do it. Not doing it just for you, just to spite <laughs> you. I'll Love add it. Shaheen before I get Vance McDonald. Oh, stop it, Shaheen! Yeah, we just heard why Swags didn't win. <laughs> yep, he's going to play about twenty five percent of the snaps this year. Shaheen, take oh, that. No, take it right now. You won't. he's a touchdown monster. Now with Trey Burton there too, though. Trey Burton had a chance when he Doesn't was healthy. Matter, at least, at least Shaheen had injuries as an excuse. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know, man. When he plays, like he's a red zone threat. If he stays healthy, Steve, uh, you gotta watch this guy. I I liked him, man. I liked him as rookie year coming out. I thought he was a you know a giant freak like mm-hmm. that. Just just a huge matchup nightmare. I just can't you stay healthy. Red- yeah, and if he was in the red zone, I think he's a total you know. Mismatch and touchdown maker. It's just a matter of him staying on the field. It's your points, Mike. Thirty points on the year to take Shaheen against Vance McDonald. Do not take that, Swags. Yeah. Do not take that, Swags. Forty you points. Can't. Forty points to what? PPR Shaheen plus Full forty PPR. points. Yep. You don't think he'll plus. get more than forty points? No, no. He's saying versus Vance. Oh, Van- no! I don't want I'm that. I'm just talking smoke, dude. No. <laughs> Fifty. The, the prices are no completely man. different here, like what we're talking about. But no, yeah. I don't want that. I mean, okay. I get what Vance could potentially do in that offense alone, like just right. 
holding that position, but I think that we're a little bit ahead of ourselves for somebody who's never really done too much. Like, just slow your roll a little bit. Right, with Adam Shaheen. Got it. That's totally different. Like, Shaheen's like, not even going to get drafted in the Scott Fishbowl. And we're talking about Vance McDonald, who (laughs) will be getting coming off the board soon here. He'll be, he should be a top nine round pick in all the Jeff Leagues. Yeah. I mean, that's what McDonald wanted to be. Especially in that format. Yeah. Especially but I mean, how do you know that that's, that he's going to be all that? Uh, I mean, we don't know that anybody's going to be all that. No, but, but I mean, tell me other than, other than I like Shaheen, like why is Vance (laughs) McDonald going to be so good? We saw him in, have a, tons of flashes and some splash plays last year and his limited with, healthy with time. With AB and Juju there, we saw yeah. it now. I mean, now there's no AB, no Jesse James. Yeah. I mean, you're going to give them all to James Washington for me and Moncrief? No. Like, I mean, they're not going to throw it 600 and whatever, 40, 50 times they did last year. Like, that's not going to happen again. But mm-hmm. that doesn't, right? <laughs> but that doesn't mean, you know, I think, I think Vance, yeah. Vance target share goes up. And as long as he stays healthy, which is yep, an issue. He, which is also an issue. So, but, I mean, what's we, his ceiling? His him. ceiling, like some stat. Like, give me a stat line. Nine fifty and eight. Nine fifty and eight. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you said ceiling. ceiling. No, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, ceiling. yeah, yeah, yeah. Six hundred and five on the floor. I mean, Shaheen ain't getting to the floor. Shaheen could. I think like that. I know he could, but I'm telling you, he won't. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now, now you've told me. His floor to drink, but what do you think his ceiling is? Are you agreeing with Steve? Just I that's think that's a little, a little high. But I, I think yards wise might be a little high. I don't think. Yeah, I think it's maybe eight hundred and eight uh-huh. feels better. Um, but I, I think he's safe. You know, tight. That probably puts him at what tight end seven, eight, probably higher than that. Even yeah, maybe honest. even higher. Yeah, so, depending on how it all goes. There's some tight ends this year though that if they stay the healthy, you could have some really good. Oh yeah, seasons. Henry like, Henry and OJ could be just great this year. Oh, get out of here, Henry! Crap, moving on. <sighs> well, all right, but no, they could. Notes. Like I mean, you're talking about like even Najoku and Hooper still in that Henry. mix. Like oh, there's a lot of you take it too. I'll take Henry over Vance. Put it on the board. Yeah. Can't wait for everybody. To so yell in in six hour. seasons, his best best year was last year with six hundred and ten yards. Yep, perfect. Yep. I guess I'm buying into the the target distribution. But I think that was about it. I think that was it, and I think that's just fine. Like he he, a hundred more yards, yeah. two more touchdowns. I give you, I'll give you seven fifty and six touchdowns. That's a top eight tight end. <sighs> It's position relative. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think that that's that amazing. Oh. Like, I don't even, that, I think that's his ceiling. It's not, but in, in the world of tight end, that's a top seven, eight tight end season. 708. That's This guy has been given a damn long leash for how hard we are on some other players. Then I will say that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I totally agree. It's all about opportunity and situation, and it's yep. it's coming up aces. Um, so this year. go get you some Zach Gentry and how, wait for Vance to not be a part of this Shaheen's, picture. How is Shaheen's picture improved at all? Shaheen just needs to stay healthy, dude. I I think that's a fact. He he hasn't stayed healthy. He's had spurts when he's on the field. His targets. On he's getting him in the red zone, dude. Into twenty times a game, too. I mean, that's going to change. Just, I, that's not. 
Mitch's a work of progress too. This is his I'm third not even saying season. Mitch. I'm just saying what the defense and that. I mean, what they want to do. They want to run the ball and play defense. I'm not saying Mitch can't improve, and, and he's got so lots of. So Shaheen's a great red zone threat, though. Once they're down okay. there, Fair yeah, enough. dude. I mean, shit. He had three touchdowns his rookie season, and Vance had four last year. Vance had four his sixth season. Highest touchdowns ever. Shaheen had three his rookie season. So you're telling me that's hey, it? It's over? More right now with you here than we did with Right than last week. I know. It's crazy. Uh, I will give you, you some Shaheen. information here. Last last year, <laughs> just, just to give you last year. So Jared Cook was tight end five at 896 and six. Like Hooper was the tight end six at 660 and four. Oh, like wow. tight, end is a wa- tight end is a wasteland, dude. Like it is not good. So if he gets to seven hundred or eight or eight hundred yards and eight touchdowns, like even he will be a top even, even six touchdowns. Like was giving him, yeah, he's right. Still. He's a top eight tight end, easy. Like tight end is. But a I said ceiling. I mean, I was yeah, well yeah, below sure. your guys' ceiling. Don't like make it sound like I like but the above guy. Before. Right, you were in the middle. That's right. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Winner. All right, let's let's <laughs> go to some news and notes. We talked entirely too much about Vance McDonald this year or this episode of Adam Shaheen. Um, I don't think so, we talked about him last week, so that's there you why. go. Got him in. I don't Got think him in we now. made up for talked it. about Adam Shaheen quite enough. <laughs> as soon as he does something, you can you can have a floor. But he has. He get- if Vance <laughs> McDonald has done something, then so has Shaheen. Like, why can't we use? Why can't we say as soon as Vance has done something, we can talk about him? Okay, you're right. I'll wait. I, I don't know. I'm I'll just be saying. Able to like, for you, will though, I think. <sighs> I just don't see why it's so crazy, especially for the price. I get it. I, I get the the price. Price wise, you win. into it. Yes, for I totally sure, agree. On it's, that. Free. it's early. It's very early for Vance, considering he does not have a, a pedigree of being a great player in this league. I'll put I, I Adam Shaheen over Trey Burton. Done. Take I'll put it. him. I'll put Adam Shaheen over um, Zach Gentry too. <laughs> I don't know who that is. He's the guy that's taking Vance's job this year, dude. Get to know him. <laughs> I know, that was a joke because you you tried that before. And there's my my jokester coming back. Steve <laughs> jokester, take it somewhere else. Take it. All right. So just quick quick news and notes. I'm so, it. Got, got it. Good good news on the Zeke front. Um, so the NFL will not be suspending Zeke for his male altercation with the security guard in Las Vegas. So good for uh, Zeke owners. A sigh of relief there that will not be missing time this year for that issue at least. Other issues in the future potentially, but not this year. Um, so uh, there's also a report out of Denver that Cortland Sutton has a great chance of becoming the Broncos' number one receiver over the likes of Emmanuel Sanders and Deshaun Hamilton. Um, I still think there's going to be a big split there in terms of target share um, between all three of them. Um, I guess we're we're all hopeful that Flacco's arm will help uh, and downfield passing game will help Sutton versus the other two. Um, this was an interesting one for, you know, back of the bench, potential stash. Um, so D'Angelo Henderson of the Jets was actually stealing reps from Elijah Maguire and OTAs. So obviously we're going to pay attention to who is going to be the backup for Le'Veon Bell, who has a pinch for, for being injured as well. Um, so just, just want to get your thoughts on this one real quick. Um, with the news that Henderson might end up being the backup um, in New York, are we paying attention to him? Where would you potentially roster him, Swags? It's kind of surprising. Like in the leagues that I do own, Bell, I was trying to get McGuire as the handcuff, mm-hmm. but now it feels like 
I yeah. should have been paying a little bit more attention to Henderson and got him a little cheaper. Because now, even if it doesn't happen, and they're just like seeing what Henderson has, and it goes back to Maguire, you could potentially spend too much on Henderson. Right. So you don't want to invest Probably, in the entire backfield, do you? Mm, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to pay a third for it. No. Like I, said, I have Maguire. I was holding on to. Um, it's still early. I'm not. I'm not gonna. You know, sell or drop uh, Maguire for nothing. But I mean, I feel like you should go look. Henderson is on your waiver wire. It's off season, so a lot of times those things run, you know, on just one day a week or something like that. Just go check, throw a couple of blind bid dollars out there, and go get it. Love it. I'm not, I'm not paying a third for it though. No, no, I, I think he's a fourth, if anything. And if that person already has him, they're not giving him up for a fourth. Probably no, probably not. not. So, yep. It's waiver wire, or just wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one other report from The Athletic. Um, so there's a growing sentiment that Josh Jacobs will not be at training camp when rookies are supposed to report for the Raiders on July 23rd. So do you go try to buy McGuire low, though, to go back to that really quick? Uh, if you think he'll actually make the roster and be a part of this committee I that also McGuire. has Ty Montgomery, if you think yeah. he's got some talent, then maybe for a fourth. I, I, can't, I can't spend... I feel like if if we didn't know anything, I feel like McGuire's the guy I still thought was going to be the better running back there, just from what he's done in the little spurts he's shown. Um, I'll give you a fourth for McGuire easily. I think it it would have to be more like a throw in kind of deal. Yeah, you know, I think you're going to have to just you know do a one for one, or you know end up with a McGuire or like a three for two kind of deal, and just get him thrown in. On something that's already closer in your, you know, in your favor, you feel like, and maybe just get that other guy to. Well, I don't want, I don't want McGuire. It's Henderson now. Yeah, I mean, we all believe Lev's going to come in and just rock out and do his thing. He's got his money and a coach that can want him. Right. Whoops. <laughs> Timestamp. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I definitely could see that being uh, the case where you can get him as a throw-in. Um, like we said before about all the issues that Lev's had in the past, and with gosh. Ugh. This coaching staff now that just doesn't know how to play the best players. Yeah, could definitely see that happening. Um, any worry to drink about Josh Jacobs not reporting to camp? Like, are we worried at all? Or is he just going to be the run runaway number one back there even with Jalen Richard? Um, my fingers are tied behind my back. Nope, nothing to be worried about. It's it's July. We still got a couple of weeks until it gets there. Not I'm not worried about it. All right, he'll, he'll be ready to rock. Does it? Does that mean we don't maybe get him full force week one or two going in? You know, maybe. I, I'm i really not worried about Doug, the muscle hamster. What do we change his name to? Guinea pig swags? Whatever it was. Yes. Um, I'm not. <laughs> just a guinea pig. Just a guinea pig. Once Jacobs gets in there, like, I think he will assert himself and, and take those away. Take those touches away. So, I mean, you're I'm not going gonna get after for- Jalen Richard in the leagues I own Josh Jacobs in. I'm not interested in Doug Martin a little bit. No, I'm not interested in Martin either. I'm full PPR, so you still think Richard holds the the pass catching work anyway? So yeah, I think Jacobs keeps enough of it. But that's yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'd rather I, pay I totally for Richard agree. Yeah, I think Jacobs is the guy, but I think then after that, like I'm, I'll be looking. Like I have Josh Jacobs Just, and Scott Fishbowl, depending yeah. on how late it is. I might take Richard late. Do you think like he has some standalone value, like in a deeper league, full PPR, something like even like this, or or you know even in a regular like twelve no. fourteen team fantasy? Does he have some standalone PPR like flex? Not no? a ton, but I mean on that chance that Jacobs isn't ready week one or two, and 
what I have invested in Jacobs, maybe I can start one of those guys in a worst case situation in one of those low end flexes, depending on how, you know, uh, Scott Fishbowl, but depending on how the rest of that goes, like, I I don't know. Yeah, I think he's the guy you want to own if you own Jacobs. Is that a cash out then? You know, like week two, three, like, let's say that comes to happen. Are you, are you looking to, to, to trade him away as soon as he has a nice game week one, two? Like, because you know Jacobs is coming back, do you, but do you think you'd be able to get enough and make it? Well, worth if it I'm the Jacobs owner, I think you just hold. Yep. But if if you're the Jacobs owner and I own him, I'll I'll probably try to trade him to you every chance. There's a little bit of bad news about this contract or anything going on. Yeah. Like, I'll probably hit up those owners really quick because I don't feel I need to own him unless I own Jacobs. But if I am the Jacobs owner, I would like to try to acquire him. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't know, man. I don't mind handcuffing some of those guys in Dynasty because just because of the price increase yeah. after something happens to your stud. I hate paying like somebody reaping the benefits of like when Todd Gurley goes down and now they're beating your ass in the finals with their CJ Anderson. Like that hurts, mm-hmm. you know. So if I can avoid that a little bit, it's I like to. All right, let's before we talk about our Superflex trades, Swags, let's hear about the Scouting Academy. Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs, and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. Oh, yeah. Scouting Academy. Awesome stuff. We had Tony on. Tony actually went to the Scouting Academy uh, prior to writing the Rookie Guide, and he said it was one of the most rigorous you know, things he's done uh, to really learn how to break down football watch football like an NFL scout. So if you want to learn about being an NFL scout or potentially get a job in the NFL in player personnel, check out the Scouting Academy. Uh, so let's now go to our Superflex trade segment. Um, so first one, I, I know we, we don't do a lot of these, but I wanted to get this one in here because I saw it on Twitter from at Roto Heat Ponds. Uh, so Drew Brees' value in a 12-team Superflex league. Uh, he had a couple options on... Um, in his poll, but I wanted to get your opinions on him because, you know, Bree's obviously an older quarterback, may only have one or two seasons left. So, two drink, what do you think is his value right now in a, in a 12 team super flex league? Is it more than, is it a first or more than a first, do you think, if two drink was there? Did we lose two drink? Swags? to have gone away. Swags. I'm here. Yeah. What so, do you think Drew Bree's value is? That's a tough one. I wish two drink was here to go first. So I could, like, <laughs> play off what he said, but. I want it. it I'm back. the ageist. Oh, now you're here. You sure? Yeah, I'm back. You but you do that forever. Um, yeah, you gotta realize you're on mute sometimes. Um, <laughs> do yourself. <laughs> uh, I want, like, I'll give a first. Like, if I feel like I'm, you know, a, a solid team, and and I'm one quarterback away, or you know, because of the non-point scoring season, I traded some quarterbacks away to upgrade other positions and got picks and. And other things like that. And now I need a QB three. I'm gonna, you know, in my head, I'm giving you the the 109 to 112. Okay, I'll, wait I'll I'll pay that to to go get it. Okay, 
like I'm I mean I'm not giving you my first if I'm you know I'm rebuilding you know what I mean that doesn't make any sense but if you're oh snap you're I had him on the block better, and somebody just offered me a first and a third will you beat that offer a first and a third yep so now mm. you have to beat his first and a third to get my breeze another contender is coming for him like this is but it's right now it's like hypothetical yeah yeah but it's not like okay I mean come mm. on what you gonna you gonna well, how bad do you want? Third and a fourth. <laughs> Will you give me yeah, a first a and a second? Uh, I don't think so. I think I can find another aging quarterback somewhere else for for a little cheaper. Do you believe Breeze is playing more than next year? Maybe two. Like tops. Maybe. Yeah, do I believe maybe. it? Fifty yeah. fifty. Right. Yeah. I'll. I think. I think I'll. Uh, I guess. I guess maybe I'll wait or find find another veteran quarterback to go after. You're getting a little rich. I try. I just gave you a first. And you think I my know, team's but trash. this guy's giving me a first and a third. Take it. You should take that offer. Okay. I think it's a good offer. So would you take the first and would you give me a first and a third? Because I was bullshitting the whole time and just trying to get a second <laughs> out of you. Well, yeah, I know. I know. I mean, you don't even have Breeze. I don't think I have him. No, um, but I'm just saying, like, will, will you yeah, give me no. a first and a third? Like, will you give yeah, me a little probably. bit more? Yeah, yeah. Give me a fourth back. Let's do it. You don't. You don't care about the fourth. Well, if. if if I'm not a contender, I think that I would sell for that first. But at the same time, I might want to play the market a little bit into the season. I don't think I'm going to sell. If I don't yeah, believe in my team right now, yeah, I'm going to hold out a little bit and wait to sell mm-hmm. Breeze until those contenders are a little bit more established and maybe a little bit more desperate. Maybe just well, a little and, bit. And you as a Breeze owner, if like if you have multiple people you know interested you know towards that run as the contender, you might be able to do that and play them off each other. You know? Yeah. Uh, maybe don't wait till the bye week ten and eleven because that's a little a little bit later. But I think you know the the six seven eight range. If if your team is crap, um, I, th- I think that's your you know your moment to move. Yeah, it's a tough you game wait of Russian roulette sometimes a, too, man. Yeah. Like where you can shoot yourself in the foot just because uh-huh. you wait too long and no, just maybe somebody wants them. Maybe Breeze pulls an Alex Smith and is done. You know, like you just never know what's going to happen. So, and now's like a great time to make moves because it is getting kind of boring in leagues. So you might be able to make it happen a little easier now. I don't know. Stir it up a little bit. Stir it up. There you go. Steve, so, what about you? I know uh, you're looking uh, at it. but Yeah, I'm, I'm in for, the, if I'm a contender, I'm in for the first and third. Instead of my first round picks, going to be hopefully in the back, you know, third of the draft. <sighs> I, I don't know if I can go any more than that just because – Again, there's the uncertainty of him playing going forward. So I think I, I'm down for that first and third. If I'm a contending team, if I'm not a contending team, I don't want anything to do with Breeze at all. As, as so I don't have any picks, but I really believe in my team. But will you take Josh Rosen instead of a first? I would want the combination of Rosen and Fitz at least. Because I, I, I need a starter, right? I need a starter back. Um, you know, we were assuming Rosen's going to start in Miami, but I mean, who the hell knows at this point? Dolphins going to Dolphins. Dolphins going to Dolphins. Um, so I want yeah, the I can't do it. Sorry. Yeah, I, I need a comment. I need a starter <laughs> back. Yep. yep. Fitz could be trolling around the league a few more years. You never he know. He probably will be. Yeah, he'll, he'll, find, he'll find a spot, man. He will. Um, Watch out, Nick Foles. He's making oh, my Florida run. God, imagine that. Um, so let's move to the next one now from at con. And <laughs> Sorry if we didn't help on hey, that on. one. <laughs> Steve, yeah. No, well, Steve didn't tell us. What does the thing say? Oh, the poll. I, I actually lost that 
spot in my I'll, I'll find the notes in a second. I was just look, looking Jesus. through. I will find. I'm. It's not my my gig, dude. You're the you're the trade master over here. Not my gig. But I'll find him in a second. Uh, Today, dude, you got it. Yep. So next one from at Conanen, twelve team superflex PPR dynasty. Uh, Saquon Barkley and Robert Woods, or Christian McCaffrey and Adam Thielen. I thought it was an interesting one, even though it didn't have quarterbacks in it. Um, so we'll start with Swags on this one. It's a very interesting trade, first of all. It is. And yep. at first, I'm just looking at it. I'm kind of like, oh, I wish these were wide receivers that I liked. Mm-hmm. So Barkley and McCaffrey are back and forth. I'll, I'm Barkley all the way on like a 101, but McCaffrey is easily a 102 for me. And in some people's opinion, a 101. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the wide receiver that I think is ADP is way higher and should be in. Adam Thielen and yeah. take the McCaffrey side of this. And then flip Thielen for something you like plus. Yeah, you and and you probably could flip him for more than you could for Robert Woods, even though Robert yep. Woods is a producer and has shown that. Don't get I'm me wrong, but I have to go the McCaffrey side and oh, I'm so sad to watch Barkley go, but that's the way I've got to go on this. Okay. Two drinks. You, if you have hold on, if you have Barkley, yeah. are you are you really making this move? Um like Barkley's on your team, and that and that hits your inbox. Like you're not seeking that, but if it hits your inbox, are you you've, really good? You've definitely got my ear. I'm probably going to your team to see if there's a wide receiver I like better because we're Something pretty else. close, dude. Yeah. I don't want to move Barkley, yeah. but this is hard to not look at. Like yeah. you almost have to be a stubborn ass owner to not sort of like consider your options of moving on from a player. And mm-hmm. I, I like to have the no sacred cow, like. Yep. Idea of my players, no matter how much I like them. This is a very solid offer. Like, so yeah, the first thing I'm probably doing is going to your team and just seeing if I can replace that for somebody who's more eye appeasing to me. You know, maybe you've got Calvin Ridley or somebody ha- who hasn't produced quite like Thielen has yet that I like more and, uh, you know, something like that. But yeah, I'm probably not quite a done deal if we're talking about our teams. But same time, I'm very happy to get rid of Robert Woods. You don't like Robert Woods at all? Um, I mean, he's a, he's pretty he's the older wide receiver of that group. I mean, I don't know how old Cooper Cup is much. today. I know he's Cup's elder, but I think that he's the third wide receiver on the team. And with Cooper Cup back and Brandon Cooks there, even with Robert Woods, I think that Cooks and Cup will be the cornerstones of that wide receiver core. And if it happens, like maybe they move on to a Josh Reynolds or somebody like that, but. I think that Woods could be the odd man out at some point. Okay, fair enough. Of that group, I mean, dude, they have some nice weapons, you know? I mean, same with the Vikings, to be fair, but... Vikings have two weapons, three weapons with Cook. That's about it. I think Woods can be moved or or even released for super cheap after this year. Um, I believe it is. I I think they probably get a deal done or or look to get one done. But yeah, Robert Woods, always underrated, always putting up. Um, I cannot argue with Swags at all, though. Hashtag no sacred cow. I'm doing that. We're doing that. You're taking okay. Uh, I would actually take the Barkley side here. I actually have Barkley a non super flex. Obviously, is my one one hundred one. Um, and I How think far he's actually is McCaffrey though. I mean, McCaffrey's up there. I think he's my three right now behind Zeke. Okay. okay. Um, so he's close. I I just think Saquon is just a total freak. Um, and even with the potential. Potential downgrade of Woods to Thielen, or from Thielen to Woods. Um, don't forget Thielen's 29 this year, too. 
Um, sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I still will take Barkley. I just love having that asset um, to be a cornerstone of my team. Not to say that McCaffrey can't, but I just love having that asset. Uh, super early on in the voting here, only uh, only about 25 votes. Uh, but the Barkley side, just slightly ahead, 54-46 um, as it currently sits. Barkley holds a lot of weight. Tons of weight. Uh, next, I thought this was a, this was a fun one um, from at Dynasty Damon, a 12-team half-point half PPR Superflex League. Uh, Leonard Fournette, Royce Freeman, Cortland Sutton, a 2020 first, or Dalvin Cook and Miles Sanders. So this is, I mean, I think for me, this comes down to, you know, Miles Sanders versus the rest of the assets here, because I think Cook and Fournette are closer in my mind than people think. But um, Swags, we'll start with you on this one, man. What do you, what are you feeling here? Well, well, boy, that's a lot of pieces on that Fournette and Freeman right? and Sutton side mm-hmm. with that 2020 first thrown in there so mm-hmm. for net and dalvin same thing mm-hmm. sorry to drink um, miles sanders man this is a crazy try so i want the Fournette, <laughs> freeman and sutton in 2021st side good man i agree with you on, on twitter yep i hate you steve do you really no no you don't you don't hate me I hate you for putting this in here. I'm gonna start. I'm taking this back. You're not doing these ever again. All right, fine. Take <laughs> take take the job back, brother. Um, I think it really comes down to how you feel about Miles Sanders, right? I think that's a big part of this trade. I mean, if you think he's going to be a superstar, you, you take the Dalvin side and run with Sanders. Or but, how you I feel mean, about Royce Freeman. Or how you feel about Freeman too, right? If you think Freeman can have a bounce back, then you take that side. Uh, I mean, Freeman might play before Miles Sanders. Come on, like if. Yeah. If I have Dalvin and Miles Sanders, like I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna make. I think if you send it to me, I'd be like, that's a great offer. I'm a chill. Um, but I, like, I think you should probably take the other side. Personally, like I, I find it so hard for Dalvin to leave my team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those the other pieces is is worth more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually, that's how the um, the voters voted also right now. About 80 votes so far for net side, 57-43. So close. Who has the better 2019 season, Royce Freeman or Miles Sanders? 2019. I think Freeman. Yeah, I think I'm with you. I'm moving Sutton immediately on on that news blurb that you gave earlier. Yeah, you're not a Sutton. Get out of here. Yeah. No chance. And that 20 I just don't like that passing game. Nice. In the first, yeah. Yeah, the first is the first definitely puts it over the top for sure. I think I could take those four pieces on that side and, and, and find better options out there and, and disperse them a little differently. Yep. But those are great. I mean, there's two great running backs on the other side for sure. Uh, next one. So, again, we'll test your Dalvin Cook love here. Um, so, this is a two-quarterback league. We should do that every <laughs> show. Just every trade has Dalvin in it. Has Dalvin in it just to see how much two drink. The next, we'll that's going to be super tough because it's Dalvin and Mike Williams on this next one. Sorry, I'll let you yeah. go, Steve. This is no, a two-quarterback. Yeah, two quarterback league and start four wide receivers in a PPR from at B Maverick eighteen. So his other quarterbacks are Baker and Josh Rose, and his other running backs are Zeke Mixon, according with with Dalvin Cook and Latavius Murray. So the trade is Nick Foles and Aaron Jones for Dalvin Cook and Mike Williams. Um, should we start with two drink on this one? Yeah, he's itching to go. <laughs> go ahead, man. Not itching to go. Zeke Mixon and Dalvin Latavius, like those aren't like Zeke and Mixon is awesome, but taking Dalvin out of there and Latavius being your at least at this point only one mentioned that's worth a dang. Like that ain't good. 
But no, it's not even super flex. It's a true two quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think it's four wide receivers. We don't have the wide receivers listed here. I'm assuming that means he's at least solid enough to to be able to get rid of Mike Williams. Uh, I think Nick Foles is going to have a good season. I don't mind Aaron Jones. I'm not as high on him as, as it seems like the majority of the fantasy community is. But uh, yeah, take Nick Foles in a true two quarterback. I'm taking Dalvin and Mike Williams. Are you really? Yeah, absolutely. You just don't believe Nick Foles. I don't want Aaron Jones. I'm about 28. I don't want Aaron Jones. I get that I could move him later, I but I, I don't. Too, I don't like to trade to trade or to take Aaron, a player to trade. Yeah. I have no interest in Aaron Jones. If Foles, Foles, I want him only if he's like my third or fourth quarterback. So if he's, he's my only third. my second quarterback after Baker, my team's screwed anyway. So I, I actually misread that. Sorry to cut you off. So I misread that. So he also had he has Stafford, Baker, and Rosen. So this Foles will be the mm. fourth quarterback. Yeah, I want I, I I want the Dalvin and Mike Williams side. Yeah, does that does that change your opinion there too, Drink? If if he has also, also has Stafford to go along with Baker and Rosen. Yeah, like it's a lot closer mm-hmm. now, and I don't, I can't look at the bye weeks, but yeah, I think I would, I think I would stay Dalvin Mike Williams then. Okay, and, so and you know what? I'm not ready to come off Mike Williams at that price. I think that that's fair market value. Don't get me wrong, but I think that it might go up a little bit. I don't know. I, like, I 100% agree with that, but it's the the starting you know format here is four wide receivers, and they don't list wide receivers. So to me, Mike Williams is at least your fifth or sixth wide receiver in your in your mind. Um, but yeah, um, but the fact that they have Stafford and Baker to start, and then Rosen, at yeah, some give me Dalvin and Mike Williams all day. One, be yeah. week one Dolphins, but at some point we'll take over. Period. Like yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and stay on Dalvin and Mike Williams. Yep, I'm the same side, Dalvin and Mike Williams as well. Um, so still so you, you missed that on purpose just to make me feel better. This I next appreciate trade it. is crazy. You can keep the job. The next trade is nuts, right? <laughs> um, so 80% Dalvin Cook side right now. Early on, about 50 votes in. But um, yeah, Dalvin is running away with it, even in a two-quarterback league. So next one from at BCG64203739. I wonder if that's your phone number. Is that enough digits? Call it. No, uh, so 12-team PPR Superflex League, Andrew Luck, or two 2020 mid-first round picks, a 2020 second-round pick, or 2023 round pick. Andrew Luck. Yes. Even if you don't like him. Yeah. You can, you, I think you, I want the Luck side, it. too. If you can get one more first in that, I'm in. I'll take three firsts for a lot of players. Three firsts? That'd be a lot. Three first for luck. So let's let's make it three first then, because I, I think it's a more interesting trade. Three first. Um, so we'll call it. You had. Let's just say you have one hundred six to one hundred eight in the twenty twenty draft. Um. Plus yeah, a, I'll reboot. Plus a second I'll third. reboot. Yep. Man, that's so tough. Yeah, man. Nope. It's a lot. I'll get that from you later. You know, I, yeah, and I, I think I rather I, I might and rather I go a different luck. route too. Yeah, yeah. I Does think my if team I'm stuck and if luck is the only piece, then sure. Get right, but yeah. but no, but you're no no no. Just I, I think you're right, but I think that you still like go the route of like going to get Haskins and something else added to that or something than that like that uh, a player that's in position rather than shooting the darts on some picks right now. But I think that you could. You don't have to just go that picks route if you're ready to sell luck. I mean, 
I don't know where you guys have luck, but I'm going to speculate. Stevie's either your 101 or 102. Two Drinkies probably in your top three. I have him in my top four. Yeah. So I mean, he's depending on the day. The value there. I mean, if you really want to take a step back, like you can, you can split it and get a really nice future quarterback and some pieces added to that. Yeah. So don't move luck for that. Find somebody else to give you a quarterback and and shop him. Yeah. I think you should shop him. That's a good idea. Yeah. I hate not getting an actual player back and and just you know like you said, dart throws it with those first round picks. Uh, it was interesting. One of my buddies brought up to me on, on um, Facebook today. Uh, someone was talking about having draft picks in the 2015 draft. Um, and they had six first rounders in a 2015 draft. They hit on Gurley, which was awesome. But the other picks were TJ Yel- Yeldon, Rashad Perriman, um, one of the quarterbacks. Like it was just ugly. It was Mariota. Like it was just stuff that's not really helping your team now. And for all the first round picks that you can accumulate, the players still have to hit. I mean, even though we think this class is going to be awesome and, and great, the players still have to hit. I mean, look at last year. I mean, uh, Rojo was what a top four pick and he's, he was awful last year. Uh, Rashad Penny didn't do a ton so far. We have some hope for him this year, but I mean, if, even if you had four or five first round picks in 2018, chances were if you didn't hit, didn't have Barkley, you didn't hit very often. Like you, you may have hit Chubb, right? You may have hit Chubb and, and gotten, you know, lucky because they moved Hyde. But I mean, it, it was few and far between where these guys just came in and, and were great right away. So, you know, accumulating those picks are nice, but you still have to get the right players. Uh, and last Absolutely. one just for, yeah. Yeah. Last one just for shits and giggles because I saw this trade that went down between the two of you. Most important I trade of the be- show, you mean. I- I thought it'd be really fun to talk about. So Swags, you ended up receiving Jared Goff, Royce Freeman, Raquel Armstead, and a 2022nd. Two drink, you got back Jimmy Garoppolo, Kareem Hunt, Kalen Balaj, and a 2021st. Winner. I was on the Jimmy G side because I have Jimmy G and Goff fairly close in my rankings. Um, I don't I have them that close, but the, I feel like the first makes up the difference. I think the first makes up the difference for sure, because I think Hunt and Freeman will end up being closer than we think by the end of the year. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, talk me, talk me through the trade for you. I know you really like Goff a lot. Yeah, I wanted Jimmy G off my team, most importantly. Yeah. Um, I did one of my tricks, that, and, and I'm not even going to call it a trick, but um, – I was looking at two drinks team. First of all, he had a player I wanted in Royce Freeman, and that's what initially got me to two drink. And then I looked at his team, and you either owned Pettis or Debo. Am I mm-hmm. correct? Debo. So I was like, huh, maybe he would also be interested in this stack. Yep. I like golf a lot more than Jimmy G. I'll say that. So yep. I, I I was like, okay. So that was my first thing. I was like, okay, maybe I'll get golf here. Um, two drink. I know no matter where Two Drink has Jimmy G or where you do, Steve, I know that Two Drink is well aware of my recent dismise of Jimmy G, and he knew I have them fall far apart, which constitutes me paying up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that Royce will have a better season than Bellage and Hunt. I, I'm all about trying to buy Royce Freeman right now, and I knew that I, I feel like two drink is similar so i knew that i would have to 
intrigue him. This was a this was a one shot offer too. Like we didn't talk at all. Cold. Um, I also own no Leonard camera. Fournette, who we've talked a lot about as a risky player, and he's probably gonna miss some time. So. Mm-hmm. It just—it was just a match made in heaven from the start. <laughs> so I wanted Armstead as well as like looking around at some of the pieces I thought he might want. So he's been very—he hasn't been risk adverse at all, should I say? So I knew that the probability of a Hunt rebound is very high, very, very, very high. And Two Drink is patient enough to wait. I—I I am kind of sick of the devaluing of him right now just because I do like to try to trade so much. So I also mm-hmm. felt like I was, I had again, a match made in heaven. And then I'm talking to the Miami owner. I'll throw in Bellage, sweeten the deal, throw in my first, give right. me a second yes. back, just get it done. Yeah, man, you got the player you wanted in golf. So I, I totally understand that for sure. So I, I, I wanted to, I couldn't <laughs> leave without trying to get Armstead. So I knew that that was going to put my price up a little bit. I, I was mm-hmm. initially only sure. after Royce here, but then just kind of started looking at our teams and the way it matched up versus our known conversations because like it or not, like that has to go into a trade with him and I, because we talk so much. And even if it's trade talks that now he has to value what I say, even if he doesn't and same goes for me to him. So I don't know. It kind of worked out. I, I don't necessarily feel like I did win this trade, but I feel really good about it. I guess, you know, I have no regrets. I I really like the trade. Honestly, I felt like it just worked really good. So, you got the people you wanted. That's all yeah, right. Yep, that's absolutely. Makes, you know, I like I, it makes your team better. So. I like Bellage though too. Like I am not done believing in Bellage or anything, but just the draft capital alone and what I think that maybe the Broncos are going to do, and I think that Drake is better than Philip Lindsay, even with what Philip Lindsay did last year. I think that Royce could have a really good shot this year with the coaching yeah, I like changes. I think you got a stud in hunt, but you obviously have to wait the minimal of eight weeks now and then hope that he, hope he his reputation he doesn't get scorned time. anymore yeah. in the meantime. But again, like I think you're patient enough to own somebody like him or Tyreek, whereas I am not. Well, I told you after I hit accept on this, I think the only, the only uh, communication between us was you sent me, sent your trade. Which you do like immediately um, once you do that, and then I just sent back. That's interesting. Mm. <laughs> and then, like forty minutes later, I clicked accept. Yep. <laughs> After I stared at that, but it felt uh, pretty quick. Like sure given life and everything, yeah. you know, just in the middle of the evenings, yeah. and yeah, it was yeah. So it was an easy deal. It doesn't and happen very often. I have golf. Mean, yeah, I wanted to get golf. And I also have um, Brandon Cooks in that league, so that stack up sounded fun yeah. too. And that's yeah, kind of fun because we're all three in that right. league. That's the yeah. Superflex Army League. Yeah, yeah, man. So, yeah. Hit me up, Steve. I got two twenty twenty seconds for you, Steve, if you want to get Woo-hoo. a deal done. I was actually looking at that the other day, by the way. Um, and I was trying to figure out a way I can get you Stafford. So, we can talk. Yeah, we'll have to look at it. I'll check it out. Yep. I might want Get me up with offers to drink. I'm here. Spikes pay a hair more. There you go. Whoops. Whoopsies. So before we yeah, go, though, yeah. we didn't even talk about Twitter. Where can the folks find you on Twitter, Swags? I am at DFF underscore swag. To drink. At FO2 drink minimum and at Superflex Pod. 
Awesome. And I am at the real Holupka and at Superflex Trades. Please review us on iTunes and anywhere else you can review us. Five stars, please. Take a chance at the consistency guy from Bob Lung. And we are out. So, uh, I found one. Uh, Jordan wants to the 14th team to the Fortnite team. Currently has Luck, Linton, AM. Luck, or still slack of as the late 2020 curves. It's a 53 to 47 vote here. I'll take Luck still. I've given you Flacco and three 2021. Um, I'll take that. Go try to get Drew Lock though. Will I cost you one of those first though? I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I think Flacco holds a job. I always said he's got a three elite years left. <laughs> I think he holds a job too as long as he's healthy, but I want Drew Lock so. I agree with you. I think Flacco. I think it's his job as long as he's healthy. Totally agree with you. Don't. Don't be a. Don't freak out when LA drops another quarterback next year. Right. He just does that every year. Keep throwing darts. Hopefully he'll hit one. If you liked today's episode, please give us a five star review. We love them. Until next time, always be building. Or she said.